0: Listener supported WNYC Studios.
1: From Newsounds.org, this is the SoundCheck Podcast. This is a soundcheck session from our archives. Those archives go back 20 years, but this session is slightly more recent. It's from
0: 2018.
1: From the studios of New York Public Radio, this is the Soundcheck Podcast. I'm John Schaefer. The band Lean Year makes eerie, hushed songs that blend the sounds of folk music with washes of electronic ambient noise. And we have the opportunity today to hear that band performing some of their uh, timeless sounding music in our studio. Their album is also called Lean Year. It is built around the sounds of Emily Rex's whispery vocals, and the guitar and keyboard playing of Rick Alverson, who's probably better known as a filmmaker. Now, funny thing about having a filmmaker in your band, you get some startling visual imagery, as on the cover of the new Lean Year recording, but occasionally your filmmaker has to go and make a movie. So while Rick is off doing that, the touring version of the band Lean Year is here with us in the studio, and they're going to start us off with a song called Come and See, live on Soundcheck.
0: Come and show me.
1: That is the band Lean Year live here in the Soundcheck Studio with a song called "Come and See." Let me introduce you to the members of the band who are here with us today. Uh, Emily Rex, singing and playing guitar. Eric Hall on uh, vocals and bass guitar and keyboard. And Matt O'Connell was behind the drum kit for that song, but we'll, we'll be switching off to bass momentarily. Uh, so, Emily, to you and uh, and the band, welcome to Soundcheck.
2: Thanks so much for having us. Uh,
1: if everybody dropped F-bombs in such a... Lilting, lyrical way, we might have a kind of a different view of that word. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Uh, There's a very weird, uh, that's the only word I can find for it, video that goes with this song, which Rick Alverson, being a filmmaker, shot, Mm -hmm. and which sees you walking, like, hip deep, waist deep, shoulder deep in swamp water. Yeah. Weren't you afraid of what was, like, (laughs) under the water there with, I mean, you know... (laughs) Weren't you afraid of like stepping out at the end of the day with leeches all over you or alligator bites yeah, or something? Yeah, I mean
2: every every you know cinematic image in your mind's eye sort of is conjured when you step into water like that. But I think you know it it was it was really fun and.
3: We was it went really on, fun?
2: It, it was actually really fun. I mean, it was actually it was very cold too. We went in April, so that saved us from a lot of the scary snake potential snake situations.
1: Oh man! Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it was. Where gross was that?
2: Too. It was south of Richmond, about forty miles south of Richmond. This Tupelo Swamp that our friends love to go to, and we'd only been to once. But the minute we went there, we were like, something needs to be shot here. It yeah. just is so. It frames it so well. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah. So uh, do you and Rick, are you both kind of visually attuned people? Do you naturally work in images when it comes to writing songs?
2: I think that's part of it. Um, I think there are lots of different origin points of the songs. You know, it might be something that we saw it could be something that we listened to it could just be a phrase that we're working with or a melody but i think at some point along the way there always ends up being a visual reference that is part of the evolution of the song and kind of more is it in our mind maybe but um yeah
0: well
1: you know i i I love you know figuring out what an album is about and really the only thing better than knowing what an album is about is not knowing what an album is about. <laughs> and and this record, this Lean Year record, is full of kind of baffling, enigmatic imagery. I mean, there appears to be a song about the figure skater Sonia Henney. You know, there's this Holy Mountain song that yeah. appears to have a kind of transcendent quality. There's the the cooing of the repeated F-bombs in the song you just sang. <laughs> I can't figure this out. I mean... Did you guys have something, a kind of unified field theory of what Lean Year was going to be when you set out?
2: Not at all. In fact, I think that we're, if you've seen any of Rick's films, we're pretty uh, anti-narrative mm-hmm. <laughs> individuals. So, um, Have you worked on his films? i We just did a documentary this summer together, and I've produced a couple of um, videos, but yeah, we got to spend some time with William Eggleston this summer. He just had a his record of um, music come out. Right. Yeah. So we This was his time. hidden
1: talent, was that he was a pianist all yeah, those years. Yeah,
2: yeah, and that, I mean, for anybody who loves his photography, I just, you have to go out and listen to that record because it's, it's really stunning and it's such an amazing window into his photography, I think, in a different mm-hmm. way, and I think he sees them as connected in some way. So we have worked on a couple of things together, but I'm not working on this big film. <laughs> yeah.
1: Are you allowed to say what it is? Is it a feature? Is it a documentary? It's a
2: feature. It's a period feature. Um, He's been working on it for a while. It's it's very, I think, of the past but of the moment mm-hmm. and in keeping with his films, too. So yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, so now uh, Eric is here uh, sort of more or less filling in Rick's role, and Eric's involved in the making of the record, too, Right.
2: Absolutely, yeah. He's like Rick's right hand man, and they they produce the whole thing together.
1: So, Eric, was this done in your studio, the Year Record?
3: Yes, it was in my apartment in in the Pilsen neighborhood in Chicago. That's your studio. Your apartment. It's it's a studio within my apartment. Yeah, in a room in my <laughs>
2: was. <laughs> yeah, it was. I've,
3: I've since moved, but but yeah, we recorded the record there over the course of about a year, but in maybe two or three. Visits right, right. Emily and Rick.
1: So, um, the name Lean Year suggests troubled times. You Mm -hmm. know, something that you've come through. Was what was the idea behind that name? Um,
2: This is a project that both of us worked on in between other things that we're passionate about. I I work on resilience and sustainability issues in nonprofit and academic spheres. And he obviously is a filmmaker and, um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, to us, I think uh, music can be, we talk a lot about sort of secular spiritualism that Mm -hmm. comes with Mm -hmm. music and how it's very bodily, but also deals with the mind and the spirit. And, um, it's, I think, it helps you through those lean seasons. And so it felt appropriate. The, the name is actually taken from a Spokane song, which was Rick's older band, band with yeah. Courtney Bowles, who's a good friend. So, yeah.
1: All right. Uh, now you've unstrapped yourself from the guitar here. Yes, I so, have. Uh, this next song is, is we've got just the, the three of you all in one place. Matt is no longer sitting in the corner with the drums. Welcome, Matt. <laughs> you want to do Watch Me? That would be great. All right. Lean Year is performing for us here in the Soundcheck studio today. Uh, Here's another live performance in the Soundcheck studio.
0: Stop me on the street Bid watch me, bid watch me Catch me Better watch me
1: lean year live in the studio with a song called watch me it is from the album also called lean year an album uh, Emily that is pretty consistently slow and softly sung Um, where did this kind of sound world come from for you guys What what was the sources of inspiration you were dealing with
2: Hmm. We love all different kinds of music, but I mean, I think it's sort of equally informed by, um, I mean, Rick was bringing his musical palette from Spokane, I think, quite a bit. Um, This is actually a a little bit different way of singing for me. I I think that because I could sing with a lower voice for a long time, I got kind of stuck in that register for a while. Mm -hmm. So it's been a huge challenge in some ways, but super interesting, and so, yeah.
1: Well, it you know, there's a, of course, there's an intimacy that, you know, when you're inviting the listener to kind of lean in to hear what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. But there's also this kind of old, almost bardic quality to some of these songs. You know what I'm talking sure, about? Sure,
2: yeah, definitely.
1: So, I mean, did you grow up in Virginia? Do, were you surrounded by that mu- folk music? Um... You know, I, my parents
2: both really love music. I, I grew up in Indiana, actually. But, y- you know, I guess one of the things I would say, because um, I think my mom's listening,
1: <laughs> <laughs> is
2: is maybe that she used to take us every single year down to Black Mountain Music Festival. I don't know if you know it. Is that it. in North Carolina? It's in North yeah, Carolina. Yeah. And, um, like, every single year we would go when we were kids. And, you know, I grew up going to summer camp and playing music there and... I'm sure that's part of it, like a very, I think, sort of rich um, Mm. folk culture in both of those places, maybe, yeah.
1: Although a lot of that would be up-tempo, kind of dance-oriented folk music. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, And you seem to have gone more towards, they're not actual murder ballads on this record, (laughs) but they have that, you know what I'm talking about, that texture, that that spare, kind of bare bones sound. Yeah, I mean, which I love, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't hear so much of that these days.
2: Yeah. I think that that is—Rick is so good at just challenging everyone to slow down a little bit Mm. and pay attention, and I think he definitely has done that for me as a musician.
1: Well, uh, you you mentioned before that, um, you know, he's coming— to music from his work as a filmmaker, and mm-hmm. you're coming to it from your work with sustainability practice and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, both of those sort of require thought, you mm-hmm. know. So it, I would, I would guess that for you, the songwriting process is a thoughtful one. It's not just like, oh, look what the universe has given me. Do you, do you kind of sweat over these songs?
0: Um, I think we do.
2: I mean, I. Uh. The reprieve that the sort of secular spirituals <laughs> piece gives us sometimes is a little bit of relief from our intellect, I think, in mm-hmm. some ways. Um, but I wouldn't say in any way that, you know, it's just a like something entering your body and leaving. Your <laughs> I, we definitely work through it and um, we talk a lot about the songs and what interests us about mm-hmm. them. And I think in that way, it, it ends up being like. Very conversational between us
1: yeah well and and it's a conversation with a surprising number of voices because on the record and again you kind of have to be paying attention to hear it. there's a passing saxophone I thought I heard a clarinet yeah uh, so Elliot
2: Bergman <laughs> yeah
1: some strings <laughs> yep. you know and and so what seems to be a kind of ambient Brian Eno Hayes with some weird folk singing going on you know somewhere in the middle distance actually is full of, of all these little other elements
2: yeah I think so I mean Rick and Eric were amazing and they would there was just this amazing like packing and unpacking of every song I feel like They produced the record and, you know, I got to be a part of it, which was amazing. But, you know, I'd walk in and out of the room and it'd be like, oh, we lost the clarinet (laughs) back in. (laughs) Saxophone, more saxophone. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, things would just keep moving around and there was this richness that they end up finding um, despite it feeling, like, sparse, too. Yeah,
3: and just a lot of intentionality to every element that's there. Whereas, you know, other records, sometimes you just go with what you've got and it's mm-hmm. more about kind of the song or about like the feel but this was very deliberate
1: Well uh, I guess it would have to be because too much of any of those things would change the mood right? I mean th- there's absolutely. a kind of consistency of yeah. of intent and mood in, in, this, in this project
3: and, and again with Rick it's a very very fine tuning <laughs> of, of <Yeah>. that <laughs> mood <laughs>
1: Well um, I have to say my favorite song off Lean Year is the one you're about to do uh, called Waterloo Sons, I, st- I still have no idea what the hell this song is about. <laughs> but I, you know, I like it anyway. And uh, neither do I, John. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play it for us?
0: Sure.
1: All right. Lean Year is the name of the uh, the album. It's the name of the band. They're playing for us here in the Soundcheck Studio.
0: It's always spring in the sad songs you sing. I read. remember you never meant what I thought that you meant when you promised me.
1: Waterloo Suns, a bit of shoegaze folk from the members of Lean Year, a song that's on their album also called Lean Year. And Emily, you know, if we hadn't been talking, you know, all this time but before hearing hearing you sing, I would have thought, oh, this Emily Rex, she must be from like Yorkshire, England or something. <laughs> and there's a very kind of, there's a certain husky folk singer quality especially uh in that song. Now you said before that this isn't naturally how you sing. What what is your natural singing voice? Are you, are you a belter or <laughs>
2: Well, I guess I guess maybe I should modify that statement just a little bit. I mean, I I think I was just a good copycat for a while and I liked a lot of like blues music too and mm. so I just ended up you know, you kind of sing what sounds fund a belt or whatever Mm -hmm. and you know i think part of what i would say is you know rick helped me explore this other part of my voice or whatever so um and it actually is it still feels natural but um but it was different than Mm -hmm. what i was doing maybe yeah
1: well uh you know the the results are pretty hard to argue with (laughs) it's a really terrific album called lean year from the band of that name They've been here with us in the Soundcheck studio today. And, Emily, to you and the boys, thank you so
2: much. Thank you so much for having us. It's such a pleasure.
0: To my
1: You've been listening to an episode of the Soundcheck podcast from our archives. Our technical director is Irene Trudell. Our producer is Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. You can see and hear much more on our website. Check it out at (laughs) newsounds.org.